Welcome to another edition of the Dumb and Dumbest Podcast, the music industry podcast where everything is terrible and the house is on fire. I'm your occasional co-host, Keefe from GhostCoatMag.com, and with me as always is my amazing, handsome, wonderful co-host, Curtis Dewar. Hello. And what are we going to talk about today, Curtis? We are going to talk about how to build a community or building community uh, using social media and other things on the internet. Awesome. And so, you know, we are in the, we have our own community. Uh, you know, community is a word that I think is, you know, sort of bandied about. But, you know, I'm not talking about in the larger sense of the kumbaya like Facebook thinks. Uh, Facebook has leveraged in particular a lot of money. They spent like a million dollars on their Super Bowl ad with Chris Rock and Twisted Sister and Dee Snyder to promote Facebook groups. But we're talking – and Facebook groups are part of what we're talking about today. But I, I think there's kind of – you know, I know that social media can feel like a one-way experience sometimes because of the desperation to compete for likes and follows and shares and attention. But Facebook and social media in general is supposed to be a conversation. A co- it is supposed to be communal. It's supposed to be a group of people or, you know, a group of – or individuals. So you may have a group chat. You may have – have a text thread of you know 20 of your friends you may be on reddit if you're a gamer you might be on discord or twitch you might be in a ig dm like matt bacon does at matt bacon 666 on instagram you might have a long ongoing dm thread on twitter or even you know there's a function that i think is very little used today like twitter lists where people just follow a curated list of people and they never see the general abyss of twitter uh, that will also look back at you very nietzsche like so let's talk about some air where first of all can you find and build your own personal network and community on social media where and then maybe we'll talk a little bit about how okay well the very well here, here's what i always suggest um and i got this from our good friend gary vaynerchuk as matt bacon likes to say who's not really our good friend uh, which is that you go and find the community you find the communities that you should be a part of and you start participating in them as a very first thing because no one's going to want to really be part of your community if you are not being part of a community if that makes sense like you cannot just jump online and expect to have a community and people communicate to you it doesn't work that way it's like you got to go and introduce yourself you have to go and hang out in different spots you have to go and partake of conversations in other spots um, now a really really good book two really good books on how to do this is crush it by gary vaynerchuk he really talks about how to do this and also uh dot com secrets by russell brunson they both go over like how to make a community but the very first thing they always say to do is go and find one um dot com secrets goes and talks about message boards which are kind of out of date now but 
there's other forms of quote unquote message boards that are still out there. There's things like Facebook groups. Um, there's different communities on Twitter, which you can find by searching. Uh, and same thing with on Instagram, you can look for hashtags of various different things that you're interested in. And so what you do is instead of just posting your own original content and trying to get people to talk to you is you start going out and you talk to people that have already posted. So like, for example, if you found um, the music marketing mixer that Kifi started with me and Matt, you could go in there and you could see what Kifi posted. I don't remember what you posted today, but you could go look at what Kifi posted and you could respond to that as a very first thing. And then you could even start responding to some of the comments and adding some of your own knowledge um, or stuff that you want to that you want to add in there. You don't go in there and just like one thing a lot of people will do is that they'll go and instead of commenting on Keithy's post, what they'll do is they'll add a link to something that they're interested in instead of posting, right? So like Keith, you might put, put something like, hey, so today's Friday and I want to hear something positive about what you've done lately and they'll put a band link, which is just stupid, right? Like how many times have you seen that, Keith? It's like all the time, right? Yeah, I mean, the mixer is different because we're trying to get people to promote themselves also, but yeah. I hear what you're yeah. saying. Like any time, or just Ghost Cult, right? If you, if you like Ghost Cult Magazine on Facebook and I post a story, I want a conversation about that story or I want some feedback about that story i don't want to link to your band um go check out my band i really like your article go check out my band yeah there was a great uh there was a great thing that matt posted that was like you know you haven't left your house in like six months because of the shit going on and suddenly there's a scratch at the door but you can't see who it is and then you kind of look again and it's a little kid with a bowl and he looks hungry so you open your door for the first time in months and you barely have any food yourself and you're you're kind of leery of anybody but you let this kid in and he's like gotcha check out my band we're playing a local show it's gonna be sick bro yeah, yeah, and that happens. That happens way too often. The same thing happens when you add friends and stuff like that. Um, one thing, like that's another way of building community is by adding different people on Facebook. But the trick that a lot of bands don't really seem to understand—it's not really a trick. It's kind of like manners—is uh, you don't then just DM someone and say, "Hey, man, I got this band. Here's a YouTube link." doesn't work what you should be doing is you should be liking their post and engaging with them on facebook or if you are going to dm them you can just say hey my name is joe blow i uh, just wanted to say hi uh nice to meet you thanks for adding me uh really appreciate all you uh all you do keith at ghost cult or i really like the article so i just wanted to add you here um and i'll talk to you later something like that but going it's kind of like going in for the promos like right at the beginning is rude <laughs> and a bit condescending because like Keefe gets hundreds of emails DMs and shit a week if not thousands yeah <laughs> so you're not gonna it's surely hundreds and it feels like thousands which isn't good and I'm a very friendly yeah. fucking guy like I meet people in person I give my business card to everybody it's got my details on it it's got my email on it my shit is public as the you know chief editor and owner of ghost cult and I have a marketing company and people can find me I'm on LinkedIn yeah. my shit's open I'm not secretive um you know i would say this so there's two there's two things here to unpack which is number one part you said it's manners and etiquette but um 
you know what happens is if you only it's the same thing if you're a local band and you only play to your friends and girlfriends every week or every month you're playing in, in an echo chamber and it's the same thing with social media if you only talk to your best friends and your core fans all the time and you don't get in front of new people and actually just get to experience them and just connect with them I understand that people don't like people and to some people they find this coronavirus thing awesome because they want the social distancing in real life but you know I think you need to learn to just kind of be part of a community so you can then have your own community and so you know to me if I have a band I want to grow a new group of people who want to conversate and be in the conversation about my my group and my interests without having to sell 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 them so that's also part of it um you know I have I have you know I, I think whether it's a messenger chat or it's a, again discord server twitch live stream gaming you know whatever whatever reddit threads whatever it is you don't want to go in there and just be having a megaphone and shouting about yourself you have other venues to do that you have other avenues to do that and that's not what we're talking about here today well the, i think the key thing too is that if you take an interest in what the other person is doing and you get them talking generally they will at some point take an interest in you as well and i mean like a sincere thing not the dale carnegie thing no and yes i am uh getting down on matt on that one uh but it's kind of like you know if i go up to like if i wanted to get in touch with keefe um i might pitch him for sure like with a direct pitch but i mean it kind of depends upon the circumstance like if you're adding someone like as a friend on facebook and then you pitch so it seems a bit rude because that's a social setting but if you contact keefe by email that might be that would be an appropriate time to pitch because he's expecting that so i think it's like again it comes back to like the etiquette thing again like knowing where you are and knowing where knowing where you're at like a social medium is what it is it's social uh an email is not as social it can it can be a lot more dry people expect business from that right no email is so, uh, what i consider to be dark social which is like text and sure. email where there's not a lot of it's a very one-way conversation and it's really not trackable exactly. or traceable or you you know it's marketing but it's a different flavor i feel like we um yeah, we ended up doing kind of- oh go ahead I was going to say, you kind of got to just kind of know where you're at and how to, and it takes a little bit of skill because I think everybody at some point made that mistake at first on social media where it was just like, oh man, I just got to get out here and pitch myself and, you know, it'll all go awesome. But then you realize after a while, it's a little bit annoying when you're just going on a pitch fest, but there's ways of doing it tactfully. Like if, like if you're going to approach Keefe, like one way you would do it is like you can answer a poll that he's got uh, comment on a meme he has like people are going to interact back with you I think is the main thing if you interact with them and if you're doing and if you're trying to um, pitch on a social media platform that's fine but you kind of got to warm, warm it up it's almost like like with me social media seems to be more like almost in-person type thing you wouldn't just walk up to someone with a sales pitch right off the bat necessarily you know what I mean so Am I making sense? Totally. And actually what we ended up doing was we reversed what I said when I teed this up, which is we ended up doing the function before the form, which I'm fine with, which is fine because you explained it expertly and uh, I did a pretty good job too. So now that we've talked about the how, how to uh, carry yourself and what the goals are of building a community or joining a community if you're not ready to build your own, 
Um, cause you gotta be a good citizen of some before you can run your own. What digital and online communities do you enjoy being a part of and what do you get out of them? Well, I try to participate in as many as possible. I do. And I, I'm not always successful at doing that. Um, but the main ones I usually try to do is I do Twitter, Instagram, Facebook groups, Facebook chats. I mean, I try to use every avenue that I possibly can. Um, I only have so much time in a day, so I can't always do that. But I mean, I've built um, a fairly consistent um, community on Twitter and on Instagram. So I, I mean, basically, I just like all the platforms, I just try to keep in touch with people as much as I possibly can, which sometimes like again like i said I, i'm not always perfect at keeping them up every day but one the one i mainly try to make sure i always answer um well two actually is twitter and then any groups that we have going like specifically our challenge and if i anything i see from the music marketing mixer that pertains to me those are the main ones right there like i always like to get make sure happens and it's kind of funny because with twitter i mean i don't i've probably made more actual sales as a result of being on twitter than actually pitching on twitter you know what i mean mm. so I like to just go in there and I half the time I don't even talk about my own PR. I just talk about, you know, I do polls, I'll comment on various different things. Um, you know, I'll bitch about my kids. I'll make fun of Matt, <laughs> you know. So that's the community I like. Right. right. Twitter and threads are definitely, it's a, a sort of a micro community. Um, I think there's other avenues on Twitter, like DM chains that could be its own sort of, uh, own country of origin community. Are you in Matt's, uh, IG thread? That's like never ending. Uh, I want the, the, uh, which, which, the which private DM he has on Instagram. So Matt has a private DM thread on IG that he has had for yeah. years, and he has yeah. like I could be hundreds of people in it. Yeah. It might be just dozens, but it feels like hundreds. And basically, yeah. Matt goes in there every day. Whatever he posts, like his bacon's bits, several times a day, his stories and his posts, yeah. he shares them in there. But he also will comment on other people. Will post also, not as much as him because he's the founder. Yeah. But other people will post, and it's a pretty cool. It's kind of like a private channel on IG. Uh, I make sure to watch. That's actually how I see how I consume Matt's content on IG is through this private DM thread. And I end up like, and then you also, because you're sharing the post into the DM thread, you can like their post and it shows up as their actual numbers. I know likes are not showing anymore, but I think it's pretty cool. I don't, think I'm, I don't think I'm in that one. I'm looking oh. right now and I don't think I've ever even, what a fucking jerk. <laughs> oh, we've been going hard at Matt. He kicked me off of a thread at one point because oh. I wasn't participating enough. Maybe. I don't know. He's never threatened me, but all right, well, let's give him a break. I think that that thing is great. I'm sure other people yeah. use it too. Um, yeah. obviously Facebook groups is a big thing for me. I'm in a ton of them. Some yeah. that I admin and some that I don't small ones, big ones, etc. I have a private community for my staff of ghost cult. Not everybody at ghost cult is on social media or Facebook in particular. 
regular, but a lot of them are. Maybe like 43 of my staff of 60-something are on Facebook, so that's cool. Um, and I really love Reddit, and Reddit is kind of like, we don't talk a lot about it here, uh, and it's a little murky because there's like definitely some uh, like sort of super nerd elitism that goes on on Reddit that's not great. Yeah. But yeah. Reddit is awesome if you get a community of cool, like-minded people like you to be part of it. Discord is kind of the new Reddit. As in, um, I'm on a couple of Discord servers, and I participate. I like lurk in a few others, and I'm participating in a couple. And I'm like to get more into that as time goes on. And um, yeah, I just think these are those are cool little communities. Uh, it'd be cool if you could just have your own there. Obviously, there are these big ones, and you can actually leverage them by participating in the conversations and then occasionally dropping some of your content in relevant groups and relevant, you know, threads. Uh, yeah, as I long as you... I was going to say the the as long as you follow kind of the moderator rules, they're very strictly moderated. These things, I think those things could be really helpful to to bands. But again, it's not so much about being, you know, when you do finally drop your music or when you do finally ask to people check out your band camp or when you do finally share a story, it's a little better received if you've been participating about everything else up to now. Well, the one key thing I also wanted to mention was just in all of these things with groups and posting and everything like that, one key thing you need to do is to have in your profile a short elevator pitch bio with a link to your music or your business. Because people, like if you're just commenting, people are going to go check your profile. They are. Like I've, I don't know how many people have checked my profile just after I've talked to them on a social media platform and then gotten in touch with me for PR. And I've never, you know, I've never told them that's what I do. You know what I mean? So and I'm sure the same things happen to you too, Kiki, where it's just like, you know, someone just approaches you out of the blue just because they're, oh, you're at Ghost Call. I did not realize that, but I, but I've been talking to you on uh, Twitter, or I've been talking to you on Instagram, or whatever, right? But if you have an actual, like, a mini bio, and you have your profile, your Facebook profile, whatever profile it is, people will click on your profile, and they're going to see. And if they see that you play in blah band, they're going to check your band at some point. It's just, it's just the way it goes. And I think that's a key thing that we forgot to mention as well. Right, for sure. For sure. So, I mean, keep that in mind when you're doing these types of things. Like, before you start building the community, make, well, I mean, you should always build community. But a key thing is making sure that your info is there. So that way it, you can take advantage of this. Because, like, if you're, like, just being low-key and you're being social, you're still going to get people checking you out at some point, just as long as the information is there. A hundred percent right there. Uh, I think, you know, here's another thing that maybe we don't talk about because it's really doesn't pertain so much to bands, but obviously we have a lot of music industry people listening here and LinkedIn is still kind of <laughs> still to this day, not sure what it is. They're getting better. They make some changes every now and then. Uh, I do, I do appreciate them. I do get some, you know, a lot of contact off of LinkedIn. I use LinkedIn for Ghost Cult, believe it or not, as much as I do for my personal brand. Uh, obviously, my most people are not using LinkedIn too much. Yeah. 
for their bands because I feel like maybe it's not the right avenue, but I think music industry people are all on LinkedIn. And yep. if you're a band person that's also trying to break into the business, that is a really good place for you. Agreed. I think the only thing, the thing is people just need to, have to figure out how to use it. I mean, I, I'm lost at it. So if, if you, anybody wants some tips, ask Keithy. Keithy's the guy with the three social media degrees and he can help you. Me and Matt are pretty, um, what's the right word? Um, dense at LinkedIn, I admittedly. I appreciate you. I think um, technically I have one marketing degree, a business management degree, and a communications degree, uh, journalism. Degrees. I had one part of it, right? Yeah, no, it's all good. I appreciate you. Um, I mean, I also know, I also have, you know, School of Hard Knocks, and, uh, you know, I, and I, I've met people who've never been to school at all who are smarter than me and better than me at a lot of things, but I appreciate you. Yeah, I'm happy to talk about LinkedIn. If enough people wanted us to, I guess we could do a LinkedIn challenge, and I maybe we should make a LinkedIn group at some point and just see what happens. Just a group, a private group on LinkedIn. This, this, is, this is a billion dollar idea. Just we're going to go live on the podcast. We'll probably a billion dollar idea. It's at least a ten dollar idea. Um, free LinkedIn challenge. Maybe. Five, five day. Maybe. Maybe we'll talk to Matt about it too. Um, I might. It might be something I could do. Um, do you have any thoughts further on this building a community, participating in communities, not just a one-way experience on social media? Any final thoughts? I do. Um, one thing I, I would like to suggest is to there. Well, there's two things. Number one observe what's going on in the community before you post. Um, if you join a community um, and you, you know, you're rude or you start posting stuff uh, that kind of go against the accepted social norms there, like if you're a jokey type and everyone else there is serious, you're, no one's going to want to deal with you. So kind of observe the mannerisms, um, the talk that's already going on there. Obviously, you want to be yourself, but if you're you know, if you join a group that's full of death metal people and all they want to do is meme and, you know, crack dirty jokes and you go in there and you're kind of like, that's not funny, it's not going to work out. So kind of observe the norms of the group when you go in there. So that way, because then you'll know whether the community is right for you or not. And if it's not right, don't even bother trying to be part of it. There's no point. Join a different community. There's thousands of them out there. Um, and number two, be yourself and be sincere in the groups. Don't go in for flattery. Um, you know, don't start telling Keith how attractive he is and stuff like that. Just if you want to get on ghost call. I mean, he is, but, you know, in an insincere manner or whatever, just because you want someone to do something for, for you. Because everybody can uh, spot false flattery from a mile away. So if you don't mean it, don't do it. Not everything. Yeah, not everything is a quid pro quo. Um, you know, you know what you just brought up reminded me, uh, and I'll make this a semi-final thought. One of the things you just reminded me of was the old day, the early days of Blabbermouth, right? Where the threads were, you know, as wild as they're a little less wild than they are they used to be. But um, yeah. you know, there used to be like a story about anything, and that one subset of fans would just type "Mashuga" in all caps, um, or other dumb shit. And um, and I love Mashuga. Sugar. But like, yeah, Mashuga's not the appropriate comment on a story a thousand stories a week. Um, however many stories Blabbermouth does a day, probably like 50. So, you know, like Curtis said, be appropriate, 
kind of find the flow and the and the and the sort of timber of the group and everybody's kind of you know check their quotient out i, I definitely like matt's dork dorkscography group on facebook devolved into kind of like a shit post fest because limp biscuit won the poll which drove some people almost to quit and then we just went hard about limp biscuit for a week and it was hilarious and um you know it was it the group before that Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I I flirted with leaving the group just for other reasons, you know. If, if you're never gonna do Tool because you don't like Tool, that's you know whatever. Okay, we've covered a lot of shitty bands. If you don't like Tool, I love Tool. But uh, anyway, it, it devolved into kind of like a shit post fest, and then I think the moderators, Matt, Chris Lada, others, kind of reined in the free posting into admin approval until the shit posting has ceased. So you know, know your audience, right? Know your crew, know your community. If it is shit posting and that's the community you want to be part of, that's totally fine. But just be aware of what you're going into. Indeed. And finally, I will say the reason we were inspired by this topic is because we're going to run a brand new challenge with Matt Bacon. The Build Your Own Community Challenge, which is going to be a 30-day challenge. Uh, another one of our marketing challenges is going to take up probably the majority of April. And uh, it's 50 bucks for the standard tier, 100 for the elite private tier. If you've never done a challenge with us, a neat 20% discount if you've ever done a challenge with us before. And we're basically going to cover a lot of stuff we talked about today. How to grow and start your own communities to find your best audience, find your audience if you're a band, find what is the right audience to build your own community on, and how to build these sort of private social networks for yourself within the framework of other social networks. I think it's pretty neat. I agree. It's going to be awesome. And also, Epstein didn't kill himself, did he? Epstein did not kill himself. He can't build any community because he's fucking dead. But, uh, yeah, I'm super pumped. We haven't done this kind of challenge before, so I think it's going to be unique. And I think it applies to not just bands, but actually music industry people, as well as small business owners could even benefit from this. Yep. And if you're, and if, and if you're just even thinking about doing it, and you're like, well, can I actually use this right now because the coronavirus is killing everything off, all my business? The answer is yes, because this will help you to build a community. That's all I got. Yeah, it's going to help you identify your absolute best diehard fans and your absolute stands and people who really want to communicate with you and be part of you. So we're going to get further into this. We'll probably do a couple more podcasts on this kind of idea. Maybe we'll get Matt on and talk about IG a little. Uh, this has been the Dumb and Dumbest Podcast, and it's been our distinct pleasure to have you listening. Thank you so much. Are we done yet? We are.